it is also creating a lead magnet that is your signature thing Mm -hmm. that brings people into your world that are qualified leads that are your ideal community your that speak to the same pain points and can and want to operate within your that with with your shared values that's what being an influencer is it's to bring all of those things into alignment Hey, travel advisors, you are listening to the Travel Biz CEO podcast by Kinship Travel Academy. It's not enough to just love travel. You need to have the appropriate business systems, marketing strategies, and mindset tune-ups and coaching to make it in this business and step into the role of CEO. That's why we focus on all three. We are Wendy, Ashley, and Crystal, your hosts of Travel Biz CEO and the founders of Kinship Travel Academy. We are three travel advisors that saw a glaring need in the travel industry, the need to look at the whole advisor. Through our own travel business journeys, we all joined communities and signed up for courses and masterminds to help push us to the next level. And all of them ended up falling short of our expectations. That's why we started Kinship Travel Academy, where we focus on the mind, body, and soul for the marketing, business operations, and mindset of a travel advisor. It's a program for modern travel advisors created by modern travel advisors. Welcome to the next chapter of the travel industry. everybody. I am here with Ashley and Crystal, and today's topic is influencers. That, you know, the word influencer has has had a bad connotation lately. I think we are here to argue that not only should it not have a bad connotation, but it's actually something that travel advisors should strive to become. And I think that I will (laughs) lead this particular charge in that I really think that the way to go for travel advisors, especially in light of what has happened in 2020, where people's travel has dried up and in ways, the normal ways that travel advisors have done, you know, have done conducted their business, that becoming an influencer, which I guess I would define as, well, an influencer is someone who influences others. um, And that can be done in a lot of different ways with travel. And I think it is actually the perfect tie-in because thinking about it, and here's a question to throw out there, don't we don't aren't we just influencers anyway? Don't we influence how people travel and where they go and and what they do? Well, we should be. <laughs> exactly. Well, exactly. So I pulled it up while you were talking and the Digital Marketing Institute defines a social media influencer as a user who has established credibility in a specific industry. You should be doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, has access to a huge audience that should be part of your goal is to list, build, and grow your audience and can persuade others to act based on their recommendations. Again, advise people. An influencer has the tools and authenticity to attract many viewers consistently and can motivate others to expand their social reach. That is called marketing strategy right there. It hit all of the points. Yeah, and I feel like people just... 
it's just the influencer word that we think of the hipster hats and the demands on free stays and weird associations (laughs) with random products and stuff like that you know in in that sense of the word yeah of course it's annoying but I think what what really it comes down to along with what Crystal just said is the education component like if you're not educating your clients now and serving as an educator you're missing an opportunity um, because that's really where where we get the term travel advisor versus travel agent. We're not doing just transactions now and taking orders. We're educating and informing, guiding our clients in the best travel experience possible. And it's absolutely crucial now with the recovery of COVID, the, the industry after COVID is we're going to have to put on our educator hat even more now because of people's lack of confidence and understanding on how to travel in the midst of all these new challenges. Oh yeah, I definitely, definitely agree there. And also to go back to the point about the negative connotation, I, I wouldn't suggest that someone change their title from, you know, travel advisor (laughs) to travel influencer. I really, I do think it's, it's actually a mindset shift that, Mm -hmm we need to to make in how we perceive ourselves and what value we bring to the table. And that's exactly it. We don't just, you know, it's not just transactional. We don't, we don't do ticket. We're not ticket agents that we haven't been for a long time, but it's, it's really knowing our place and the power we hold in, in making recommendations or, you know, I think about it that, and it comes up, so say we promote the suppliers we use, it, you know, to be the difference between a travel advisor and say a travel influencer is when you post, hey, this is a great list of the top things to do in Italy. So instead of just taking it that one step, take it one or two steps further and actually give your opinion actually take it to the level that shows your expertise and that it's not just, oh, I'm promoting, you know, I don't know, XYZ cruise line. Um, I'm actually giving you my honest advice and opinion and what do I think? And I, I, I do think that that's something where travel advisors can really step up and step up and start to do. Well, isn't that what attracts us to all of our favorite HGTV and Food Network shows and everything else is not just that somebody's, some guy is running around eating from food trucks, but we're watching him like taste it and experience it. And we're looking at his expressions and it just drives the desire to go eat those fries from that food truck a thousand times more. It's the same thing with travel. But again, that influencer has that yucky connotation like salesman, right? When we think of salesman, we think of the yucky used car salesman. And a lot of people (laughs) think about that even with marketing, right? Marketing is gross and we shouldn't be doing it. Sales. Sales is definitely considered gross. Yeah. And, And you know what? It's not true. Unethical marketing and unethical sales are gross, but ethical marketing, ethical sales, and that's a really loaded word, ethical, but are you being honest? Are you being truthful? Is this really your opinion? Are you getting gross kickbacks from something that you're not disclosing? 
if the answer is no, if you, and, and yes, you are being honest. Yes, you are being truthful. No, you are not getting gross kickbacks that you're not disclosing. This is your honest opinion. Nobody's paying you for it. Um, then again, it, it gives credence to your credibility. It lends to that no like trust factor, which is so hard to cultivate in an online space right now. We talk about like cultivating vulnerability and there's inauthenticity around that and it gets to be so gross. But the cool thing about travel advisors is that one, you're well-traveled. You've been to a lot of cool places and you have a lot of cool stories to tell and you have such a great medium in that you have all these great destinations that you can speak to and you can cultivate this really great audience. And so you should absolutely be tapping into that to find your tribe and find your people. Yeah. And I think you hit in that last part was very important too. It's not just about influencing on a particular destination or a particular type of travel. It's influencing within that space of people that you've cultivated as your community of like-minded people who share the same values and you're consistently connecting with um, and empowering them with education. And none of that is icky or um, <laughs> irresponsible. I, I think a better word than ethical is possibly responsible. I mean, it's only better because it's less heavy than ethical, I guess. But um, if you're doing all those things, you're serving and you're creating connected, empowered community. And that's, that's a beautiful thing. It's not a gross thing at all. No. And that's what Wendy does basically with her group. And, and so does Crystal with her serendipitous traveler which is why I'm so lucky to have you guys uh, as partners because you know how to do this very effectively. Well, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Well, and actually not to mention Kinship Travel Academy is a community <laughs> founded mm-hmm. with education, a connection. So yeah, it goes all the way around. Yeah, I think it's it's just, it really is this mindset. And I loved how you said, we're here to serve. And that is something that when you talk about taking, yeah, taking the ick factor out of anything, the desire to serve and to truly be of value to others. Actually, that's, that's uh, very much of an attraction mindset, <laughs> if you think about it. Um, that is how you attract people by showing them how you Um, can help them, how you can serve them, what value you bring to the table. And it's not just, I'm trying to sell you something, or I'm trying to sell you something that, you know, provides me with the highest commission, that type of thing. And, and I think that that makes us such a truly valuable, valuable resources. Well, and it's, and it's the other side of it too, right? Because if you are the influencer, you get to funnel where the traveler dollar goes. And you get to be part of that partnership in sustainability and responsible tourism and responsible travel. And in that way, again, are you using your your influencing forces for good or for evil? And (laughs) I think that listeners to this podcast, for sure, and certainly the three of us, we want to use our force for good. So we want to partner with companies and B corporations and companies that share the same values that we do. And we share those values constantly on our social channels. 
So in, as we are influencing things, as we talk about things, we're attracting people who share those values as well. That's, that's what being an influencer is. That's what it means. Yeah, for sure. And I, I think it's, I, mean, I don't know if we have time to give just like a practical example. I think what's an interesting example of that is what Wendy did with her Because I Can um, Summit. And, you know, and what Wendy does in her group is she doesn't sit there and shove travel opportunities down the throats of her community members constantly. She's shoving opportunities down their throat (laughs) of a wide variety of topics. Exactly. She's not shoving things down people's throats, but she's addressing their lifestyle needs because she knows her client and she wants to serve them. So I don't know if you want to talk on that at all, Wendy, but I think that's an interesting example of it. Sure. Yeah. And actually it's interesting because at one point I had introduced more travel opportunities and the backlash was pretty, pretty intense, like, you know, deal of the week kind of thing. And, and it just, and, and actually it felt very inauthentic. It felt very much, even though they were tailored to what I considered to be rebellious. So that lasted all of two weeks many moons ago and it's and it's never happened but yes i tried to look at holistically look at my ideal client and i think that's also been sort of a saving grace during the pandemic when we can't really talk about travel we can talk about dreaming about travel but we can also talk about well what can i do you know locally what can i do all sorts of other opportunities and things that can be done to create the same type of emotions and feelings and responses that travel provides. And it does build a community. And the Because I Can, it was actually a a speaker series that I had decided to do. And of the 21, I think 21 speakers I had, only one had anything to do with the travel industry. Mm-hmm. Everyone else was just related related areas of interest that would, you know, interest a midlife woman, woman who was about to, you know, figure out what she wants to do with her life, that kind of thing. So, and I do highly recommend that, you know, travel advisors look to expand their audience in terms of who are, actually, it's who are their stakeholders. And when you look at your, when you look at your ideal client, there's you generally a lot of ancillary, whether people or, or areas to, to draw from that um, I think can actually do nothing but benefit your business. Well, can you just describe how that briefly, how that whole summit sort of plays into your, your strategy? What, how are you going to actually eventually get travel sales from that in, okay. in your mind? Sure. So, and I know maybe this is a different topic. Sorry, Crystal, but I think it goes along no, with influencer. Think, no, because no. <laughs> no, because Wendy is an influencer and she is yeah. using this model to be a travel influencer to grow her travel business. So yeah, right. we'll talk the strategy. Well, it's and actually, so the, my whole concept is because I can. And what does that mean? That and it really was. It's a powerful woman's guide to creating the life she wants. It was in 2020. Well, good luck with that. Anyway, um, so but it was it was a meant it meant as motivational as aspirational as look you can do whatever it is you want. And while travel is such an amazing thing to do, there are other things. 
And so my audience did actually look as look at me as more of a, a transformate a person who focuses on transformation. That mm-hmm. yes, I think travel is the best catalyst for change. But sometimes, and I didn't know, obviously, I did not know the pandemic was coming when I did this. And actually, it debuted kind of like the, the, the first weekend of March. But anyway, it, 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 so the timing was quite good in a twisted sort of way. But anyway, yeah, so it, it just, it, I wanted to show, it's, it's a holistic view. My clients are holistic people that they don't, it's not just, hey, I just want to travel. There's a lot of other things. It's maybe they want to write a book. Maybe they want to do a podcast. Maybe they want to change jobs. Maybe they want to to focus on their health or wellness or whatever the case may be. I took other areas that are of interest or of impact to my ideal client. And that's how I created a speaker series. So and ultimately what was <laughs> what was supposed to happen and actually started was at the end of this speaker series i was launching a um, back roads bike trip the one from santa fe to taos and unfortunately <laughs> that could not happen but so that was my, that was actually where the travel part come, came from, that they would travel with me in a small exclusive group and probably, you know, and also some of the, the, the speakers as well, you know, to take this really cool adventure. Well, and what's really cool about it. And I, because I see the, the, the hot topic right now is to tell travel advisors, you've got to have a Facebook group. So travel advisors run out and they get a Facebook group and all they talk about is travel. And Wendy filtered people into an entire series and through an entire series where travel was hardly mentioned. But when it came time to sell travel, you had a group of people primed to buy because they knew you, they liked you, they trust you, they felt like they had a connection with you because you had already cultivated that relationship Mm -hmm. by speaking to them as a whole person because your audience is not the only audience that is holistic. All of our audiences are holistic. Nobody (laughs) is singularly focused. And if they can be singularly travel focused, then they're on a completely different. And they're Rick Steve's. (laughs) And and they don't need you. Yeah. So, So what was beautiful about that? And, and the great thing about it is that just because the pandemic set in doesn't mean that your group's going away. It just means that when you want to introduce things like, Hey, we're ready to travel again. Now we can talk about a Christmas market cruise. You have a pulse on your group as far as when they're ready to go, what, and what they want to go do. And that is exactly right. And actually my, my, because I, and then, Oh, I used the speaker series as my lead magnet into the group. Mm -hmm. And that was hugely successful. And it's mostly evergreen. You can like replay it all the time, right? Well, yeah, except for the fact that it does talk about creating the life she wants in 2020. Oh, okay. (laughs) But yeah, so yeah, but, but besides that, yeah. And if I were to do it over again, I probably would make it more evergreen 
it is it it held up and actually it still holds up in that the interviews regardless are still are still valuable and it's meant to be you know aspirational and then also to offer some you know actionable steps that people can take to do whatever it is that they want to do to achieve their goals perfect yeah and that's brilliant and it, it plays into so many different opportunities throughout your business it, and we don't have time for it on a podcast, but like we, we really, or at least I really have been shouting to the rooftops. I think this is the way that travel advisors are going to need to evolve, evolve in the coming years, not only to differentiate yourselves from other advisors and the, the OTA opportunities of the world, but also just to protect yourself against environmental conditions that can destabilize your business like COVID. Mm-hmm. If you're, if you're offering a service that appeals to not only just travel opportunities, you're protecting yourself and enabling yourself in so many ways. Like look at all the other connections you're making just from your, the, because I can guests on your, your show and the audience exposure. There's just so many directions we could go with this topic and I probably shouldn't, but well, it's it's powerful. Well, and they're qualified (laughs) leads. They're qualified leads that come into your world, not tire kickers, not um, people looking for a travel deal. We say it all the time. You don't need 10,000 followers on Instagram to make a travel business. You really need 10 raving fans who can tell their 10 friends how awesome it is to work with you because of a signature style that you are offering. Mm -hmm. That is very true. And that is exactly right. And yeah, actually, to say you're an influencer does not, I mean, in the social media world, it may be like, you know, in the influencer world, the assumption is, well, I have, you know, a million flat followers on, on Instagram and they're going to, you know, I'm holding up a thing of yogurt and they're going to want to buy it. <laughs> that's, you know, truly in the world, that's not what we're looking for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and again, yeah, it is you know, it's 10 friends who tell 10 friends who tell 10 friends or, you know, something like that. And that's how you grow the, the, your universe, the circle of your own influence. Um, yeah. And it's definitely not, I don't know, like the Kardashians or something. (laughs) I think that it's, it is also creating a lead magnet that is your signature thing Mm -hmm. that brings people into your world that are qualified leads that are your ideal community your that speak to the same pain points and can and want to operate within your that with with your shared values that's what being an influencer is it's to bring all of those things into alignment well that's beautifully recapped mm-hmm. perfect so don't be afraid to be an influencer go uh, out there and get it exactly exactly <laughs> Awesome. This is definitely a conversation that we are going to continue. Yeah. So we will keep it. We will keep it there in our travel agent training and mentorship Facebook group. Link in show notes. We'll see you there. And if you are a travel influencer, we want to hear back from you and we want to know what's your signature style. What are you influencing and how are you working it to get and grow a business that you love? Or tell us if you disagree with us. We want to hear that too. Yes. We just (laughs) want to hear everything. 
<laughs> They're more open to it. I'm not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell Crystal you disagree. Just tell me, Wendy. <laughs> Hey guys, thanks for listening. We hope you got something great out of today's episode. If you were wondering where you are out of balance in your travel business, take our free quiz at kinshiptravelacademy.com backslash quiz to find out and receive free resources to help bring you into alignment in your travel business. And if you enjoyed today's episode, take a screenshot and share it on social media. Be sure to tag us at Kinship Travel Academy or hashtag Travel Biz CEO. Also, if you loved us, don't forget to leave a review and be sure to hit subscribe. Here's to you. See you at the next level.